0: hello you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man
1: doing good how's it going
0: awesome because it's throbtober and not only is it throbtober which is the most glorious time of year hocus pocus 2 finally happened after 29 years the first one was released the year i was born now i'm old and my feet hurt and the second one came out
1: <laughs> and does it kind of bug you that the first one came out in 93 this came out in 2022 and I, I'm like, don't get me wrong, I was excited to see it, I'm like, yeah. at this point, wait <laughs> the extra year to get the even 30.
0: No, I love that they went with the 29.
1: <laughs> it just slightly bugs me. It irks me a little bit, because they kept saying, back in 93, It's you know they wanted to say 30 years ago, but they couldn't.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I love it, because they keep saying the year I was born. So it's like that little thing in my head where I'm like, yay, that's the year I was born.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, yeah, so, Hocus Pocus 2 is our first new release of Throbtober.
0: Yes, and um, one of my most anticipated, because throughout the years, especially, like, the last decade, there'd be, like, at the beginning of the year, the, oh, here's all the movies coming this year. Hocus Pocus 2 would always be on there with, like, Step Brothers 2 and that kind of shit. And it would always be like, yeah, yeah that's not gonna fucking happen.
1: Yeah, it was always bullshit. I hate those stupid, fake, like, movie poster giant mass dumps of lies
0: yeah but it I never actually did think it was going to happen because it was a huge flop when the first one came out just a few years ago they did the 25th anniversary show Bette Midler and Kathy Najimy showed up Sarah Jessica Parker sent in a video so I thought okay she has no interest in doing these anymore whatsoever so we'll never get one
1: yeah I didn't honestly think it was happening until I started seeing like videos pop up of filming and stuff like oh this is actually gonna be real
0: yeah i saw some stuff on tiktok and stuff of like them flying away off the stage and stuff which was cool and that was like months ago so i was like oh shit this is actually happening i can actually be excited for this do you think it was worth the wait oh 100 percent um when did this just come out um this last friday right
1: it'll be one week ago on release date yes
0: Well, it's only been out for, like, three or four days now. I think I've watched it every single day. I love it. I cry at the end. For some reason, you feel bad for the witches that eat children. Like...
1: (laughs) It it is an odd choice to turn them kind of sympathetic, isn't it?
0: Well, you kind of get where they're coming from in, like, their evil kind of way. And spoiler alert for the very end, Winifred gives up everything to save her sisters, kind of, kind of.
1: A misguided choice, but yes.
0: Yes. What did you think, like, first time? Because I know you've watched it a couple times now.
1: Yeah, you know, it's what I think there was more, like... Halloween parties this past weekend for Hocus Pocus 2, then there will actually be on Halloween.
0: I love it. I keep seeing all the pictures of everyone and like dressed up as witches and they have the like witch themed hors d'oeuvres and stuff, like a pretzel stick that's dipped in uh, fudge or something, you know.
1: Yeah, so I watched it. Then we watched it at Anna's family's house and we had like a big party thing. And then I watched nice. it with my parents and my family. And so <laughs> I've seen this movie plenty of times now and so yeah we had one of those i thought what was the question i'm sorry i got completely lost
0: just like well i'm guessing the fact that you've watched it so many times you enjoyed it
1: well one that would have been not by choice even if i didn't like it but luckily i did like it yes
0: oh good now do you think now because a sequel build up from like the first hocus pocus is such a true classic Like, you think about Halloween, like, that comes to mind, especially, like, growing up when we did that Halloween Town. um, Nightmare Before Christmas for certain people, not me. So Hocus Pocus fell into that list, and to make a sequel, it's like, oh, is this going to be, like, uh, how many sequels have they done? Where, like, even the Ghostbusters sequel, it's still good, but it's not as good as the original.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it was a bold undertaking. I think
0: they pulled it off,
1: honestly. Are you going to love this movie as much as you love the movie you've watched every year since you were born? No. No, you're not. Was I upset with anything in this movie? No. Honestly, I don't think so. Like, there's nothing I can point to that I'm like, oh, that sucked. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's a a kid's Halloween holiday movie. And you know what? They accomplished everything I wanted in that.
0: And they updated it for today, but they still kept enough of the old stuff to keep our age group interested. They put rap yeah. music in there, but they also put callbacks in there. It's like, oh, look, it's the black cat. Ow, my back.
1: Yeah. Now, there's some things like that. I would have liked to see that we didn't see, but I'm like, you know what? They're doing their thing and I'm happy with what we got. Like, I, I was like, why don't. Don't we at least see Max and Danny, like, at least yeah. once? Did they move from Salem? I don't know. Or, like, even the bullies or something? I thought, even, like, in a post-credits, we'd see something, but no, nothing like that.
0: I'm surprised there's no Max and Danny whatsoever. Or, um, who's the other one? I forget what her name was. But there's always the Allison, fan. Allison, yes. Allison. There's the fan theory that uh, she was a witch, secretly.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, we you guys know the drill. Spoilers on everything we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They definitely leaned into that in this one. Not her, but that type of fan theory. Like, okay, they you want the main girl to be a witch? Here you go.
0: Which, I enjoyed the new coven, I guess we would say. They play it well. They're, you know, of course, they're kid actors, so that can make or break a movie very easily. I think they did great. Yeah,
1: I had no issue with anything they did. They were enjoyable for what they were. I won't lie, though, you know you're watching this. In our age, and it might be different for kids watching it. I'm mm. not a kid watching it. We want to see, like, the original stuff and everything. Right. There are moments, like, after the beginning to where then it cuts to these new characters for a long time. And right where I'm like, okay, enough of you. Then they bring <laughs> the sisters in. Like, they know just how far to push it, which is smart.
0: Right. I I agree with that.
1: And it's Disney, I'm sure they had a thousand focus groups on how long will people go without seeing the Sanderson's and stuff like that, you know.
0: Oh yeah, they've been working on this movie for probably a decade, that's why we kept getting murmurs of it. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't have too much else, like, as far as, like, this kind of stuff. Do you want to get into the movie?
0: Yeah, I'm excited to get into it, because there's so many awesome parts, so yes. Especially this beginning, I love young Sanderson sisters.
1: I do, too. So he starts off with a flashback to Salem in 1653, and it's Winifred's birthday. And I love you don't see Winifred ever. You just see someone is angrily stomping and shoving through a crowd. This, dude, the casting on the three children version of the sisters was brilliant.
0: I would watch a Disney show about these three young versions of the Sanderson sisters.
1: I mean, you say it too loud, it's bound to happen.
0: I mean I bet you it's going to. Well do we do you think we're definitely at least gonna get a show or like another movie just around the new girls, the new coven?
1: I don't think we'll get a movie. I think they know well to leave that alone, but I think you'll get like a show spin off or something like that.
0: I'd watch it. Eh, probably. I'd give it a shot. But
1: But she's stomping home, and she storms in, her sisters are in the house, and she's been arranged to be married by the Reverend, and she's all angry, but it's her birthday, it's her 16th birthday, and her sisters have given her a pet spider.
0: Yeah, because they, uh, she bursts in and they have hold up the big banner like "happiest birthday," and she's all <laughs> mad. So they like put the banner away, and I, they are uh, their mannerisms are like perfect. Like the uh, little Winifred is like she does all the like hmm? kind of things like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they, they definitely got the right casting for this. There's a knock at the door. Tis the reverend, pretend we're not here. Like, open up. And the one who's playing young Sarah yells, We're not here! Which is just like the first one, the Sucking the life out of children! is a fun little callback.
0: <laughs> right on character.
1: Yes. But the town's outside the door. They're like, you've defied us and done a great disrespect. I will give you one more chance to reconsider to marry this boy. And she's like, let me think it over. no. I'd rather marry Billy Butcherson, and you see young Billy uh, Butcherson.
0: Yeah, not something that I didn't expect whatsoever. Even when I saw, like, oh, there's, this is when they were little. It's like, I didn't expect to see Billy, because I love the. she points out him, and he's like, we shared one kiss in the graveyard. Like, that was it.
1: <laughs> the town all gasps and everything.
0: And I also still love that Billy still loves Sarah, even later when he's just the head and Sarah's like, hi, Billy. He's like,
1: (laughs) but the Reverend gets angry. And this Quaker out looking man goes to take the (laughs) sisters away and banish Winifred from the town for everything. And right then the spider jumps on him and frightens him. He runs and the three girls run off into the woods,
0: but not the forbidden woods. No one's supposed to go there. Then they will never find us.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And, this bird we saw at the opening, this, like, crow with red marks on the wings, is in the woods, flies up to them, and turns into this witch.
0: Yes, the witch mother, which in the original Hocus Pocus, remember when they're praying in their way, and they're like, Mother! And you're always like, oh, I wonder, like, that's just a little throwaway line, but watching it as many times if we as we have, it's like, oh, who is Mother? Here's Mother!
1: There's a couple things in this one that kind of rewrite some of the lore from the first one, you know what I mean?
0: A little bit. I mean, I guess... Just like
1: the Billy Butcherson thing, this... Not like they contradict it, but they add to it or change what you thought and things like that.
0: Because I know in the original they say that they got the book from Satan, but if it's written from a certain perspective, the witch mother could be seen as Satan. Or she got it
1: from him and passed down, so on and so forth. Yes. But she's about to eat Winifred, but she stops, and she's like... Why aren't you afraid there's something different about you? Realizes that these three will be witches and, you know, basically gives them the book. You're going to be the new witches. You're lucky to have each other. A witch is nothing without her coven, which is a huge theme of this movie. Let's be real. It's about, like, family and sisters and stuff like that.
0: Exactly. Family, friendship, all that stuff that Disney loves. And a lot of times it's mushy-gushy, but put it in a Halloween setting and I'll cry my eyes out. <laughs> it gets a little
1: emotional at points, but... They're like, it's a spell book. She flips to it, they're looking. They even say, oh, turning someone into a cat. They're flipping through it. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, a power spell. Magica Maxima. And the witch and the book both forbid her from doing it. She's like, book doesn't like that spell. Oh. Promise me you'll never do this. We <laughs> promise.
0: Yeah, with her... Didn't she cross her fingers or something? I forget, but, um... No,
1: I think she sincerely promises not to do it, because later on they say, we can break that promise. It's been a few hundred years or whatever.
0: I love it, it's like, it's been 300 years, that promise is gone! I love the little tiny added thing where they call the book, book.
1: Yes, I do like it.
0: Where it's just like, book, help us! Or like, book, come on! And he's almost his own character in this movie.
1: Yeah, exactly, or addressing it as a person. Yeah, The witch disappears, young Sarah's like, she turned into a bunch of leaves! Yeah, and she's all jumping around. <laughs> and they sneak back into the ta- town and do the spell of flame and s- smoke and flame, you know, just a fire spell. And light the reverend's house on fire, he comes running out to put out the fire and screaming, Tis the work of the spider! <laughs> and the <it's> dumping <laughs> water. The witches laugh, and then, boom, right into our title card.
0: Yes, which I was wondering when they first ran into the woods, are they going to find the cottage, and that's where, like, maybe the witch mother is. But there's no cottage out there, so I'm guessing that they just built that themselves. With the
1: assistance of magic, I'm assuming.
0: Well, of course. I don't
1: see Winifred going out, Paul Bunny and a bunch of trees down.
0: Hey, she's fucking badass, so she might. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe. I don't. Possibly.
0: I don't know any other time that I like love Bette Midler, but her as Winifred is like (laughs) the perfect like character kind of thing. Perfect casting. She like even this many years later, it's like she slips right back into the role, and it's great.
1: Oh, definitely. Got Salem present day. Becca is biking to school. Very much like the very beginning of the original with Max biking to school. And we're introduced to Izzy, her friend, and Cassie. They're like, kind of former friend they're on the outs with. And Mike, who is Cassie's boyfriend, and like the dumb jock character.
0: Yeah, he's he's enjoyable for what he is. Like, I love like, towards the end, he's like, you know, i just kind of make fun of you because you do weird stuff. But I don't mean it as being mean. It's like, well, it is mean. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) Uh, They're going to do, Becca and Izzy are going to do their birthday ritual that they do every year. I guess they go out into the woods and do a bunch of spooky stuff because their birthday's on Halloween and light a candle and all this kind of stuff. I guess it's their tradition.
0: Right, and remember, this is all in Salem. So this is like the witch capital of the world. So there's magic shops all around. I want to go to Salem at some point.
1: Yeah, I know. That's on my bucket list. I'm definitely going to get there.
0: Yeah. I want to go to the Satanic Temple where they just have Aussie records on the wall.
1: <laughs> it's such a tourist trap. Yeah, really. <laughs> but in class, we cut to class and they find out Cassie's throwing a party. Mike spoils it and they weren't invited. I think she was going to. I don't know. Weird friend drama. And Becca fools Mike during a pop quiz into thinking she cast a spell on him when she murders a mutters a bunch of words under her breath, ending with Satan, and he jumps up and screams, what did you do to me? She said Satan, and all this stuff, they're both sent to the office.
0: It Doesn't she say something of, like, I was just naming vegan foods, because yeah, also, Satan. like, yes. she puts out, like, a crystal-type thing for good luck, because she just knows there's going to be a pop quiz, and, um, the teacher comes in, he's dressed as a banana. Uh, I forget <laughs> who they say, they're like, oh, we're, we even, um invited so-and-so. And And it's like the nerd guy dressed as the vampire. He's like, what? What do you want? Like, he's in character. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) After school, Becca and Izzy are walking through what will be the Salem Scarefest tonight, which looks like the coolest festival in the world.
0: Oh, yeah, I wish my town. I just need to move to Salem because I wish my town did things like this. We used to have a kind of shitty Halloween parade that they even haven't done the last two years.
1: Yeah, I've been to your shitty Halloween
0: parade. Oh, it's horrible, but it's all we have, so we have to enjoy it.
1: (laughs) They go to the. uh, They run into Cassie's dad, who is the nicest man in the world. He's the mayor running for re-election, he doesn't know they're kind of on the outs with Cassie, but he gives them a bunch of flyers to drop off at the magic shop. But this guy is so nice, he's all excited about this uh, vendor who's coming, who makes the best caramel apples in the world.
0: Yeah, Tony Hale, who you see in, like, all kinds of stuff, he's one of those guys. He was also in Yoga Hosers. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, was he the dad in there? Oh, he might have been. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, I think so. I also love the little added thing, because uh, the mayor is like, oh, where's Cassie? It's like, oh, she had a mascara emergency. And he's like, oh, no. It's like, no, she'll be okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is played by the same guy who played the Reverend in the flashback. He's like a descendant of him. Their family's always lived in Salem. That
0: One of those kind of deals. Which is a great little thing later.
1: But... Next, at the Old Salem Magic Shop, the, we get the Sanderson oh. Sister Exposition in the form of a play for all the kids by Gilbert, the owner of the shop.
0: Gilbert the Great. Yeah, and he even has, like, he kicks down the, um, wh- like, uh, there's this thing that folds down behind him, and it's the big, like, wow kind of thing. And the spotlight kicks on to him, and the one guy keeps, like, finishing the story, and he's like, come on, man, like, let me do this. They also did something here I did not expect them to do in this version is remember in the original, it's all about, oh, a virgin must light the black flame candle. I was like, there's no way Disney is going to say virgin in this new Hocus Pocus. They're not going to touch it. But not only do they touch it, they like make fun of it, of the little kid is like, what's a virgin? (laughs) <laughs> I mean,
1: don't get me wrong, Hocus Pocus is still like a kid's property, but I was glad they didn't, like, sanitize it. That's what I was kind yeah. of worried about going into this.
0: I was expecting complete sanitization.
1: Yeah, exactly. After the play, Becca's buying a new crystal from him, and he goes, you know, the legend has it that on his 16th birthday is when a witch gets her powers, and he goes, oh, I made you something special for your birthday, and gives him a candle. He's like, I am viewed a special, powerful magic into that wick. Like, oh, thanks.
0: That's all. And they're like, it's a super ugly candle. It's, like, lopsided. It's gray. They're like, thanks a lot. What do they say? It looks like a drowned. Yes. And he's also trying to get him to go on his horror tour or whatever. And they're like, we've gone on this so many times we haven't memorized. No.
1: I'm just picturing, like, the swamp tour from Victor Crowley.
0: Yes, exactly. And they just take him in, like, a buggy through the woods. Um, they Next. also grab some sage that is supposed to help uh lift curses which will come into play later
1: in the woods they're for their getting ready for their ritual they brought a picture of Cassie like it just felt like she should be here with us so obviously that's gonna come into play later and they light the candle and it's like a trick candle you know like those birthday candles when you blow them out and they spark and everything yes yeah it's just doing that at first because Everyone in their right mind knows it's going to be the black flame candle, but does that, and then they put it out, and then the black flame comes up.
0: And as, that's, as soon as it starts doing the flare thing, you're like, that's not right. And it goes out, and then the black flame comes up, and you like get goosebumps. You're like, oh. <laughs> also, this spot that they hang out in has the perfect view of the moon somehow.
1: Oh, it's a giant moon, like bigger than you'd ever see. You wouldn't be doing anything. You'd just be staring at that.
0: No, what was it in um, uh, Bruce Almighty when he like lassoed the moon closer, and then the next day on the news, it's like, a city got wiped out by a tidal wave because of the moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, because of unusual lunar activity, yes. Yeah. But they lighted. the black flame comes up, like, everything was black. The- wasn't there a moon? <laughs> and then the earthquake starts, like, this ground cracks open with flames coming through the bottom, and and there's real cool like thunder like strobe lights so you only see like little bits at a time of the sisters coming back and you hear lock up your children we're back you know all that kind of stuff and then they appear <laughs> and go right into song i won't lie to you brit i was a little nervous for a moment at this point
0: oh for half a second i was until they call it out because the two girls are like who are they singing to? And Sarah appears. She's like, you. It's like, oh, okay. So they are like, one of their things is song and like mesmerizing people by song. And they just love to sing. It seems.
1: Yes. Well was, they're saying the witches are back And like who are they performing for? They're running away. And Sarah, somehow teleports to right in front of them, like, you.
0: Not only are they singing it, it's a whole dance number and everything. Like they've been in the afterlife rehearsing this for like 29 years.
1: But, um, they appear in front of them, and they're like, look, two mortals ripe for the picking, and they, Winifred calls to the book so they can brew the life potion, like, from the first one, but the book is locked down at the magic shop. They can't get out. Boo! By the way, I loved during the magic shop scene earlier, like, just at the end, you hear banging, and Gilbert's like, don't taunt the devil book! (laughs) Yeah, because he has it, like,
0: strapped down.
1: (laughs) But they're like, we won't fall for any tricks this time, because that's what, they were just fooled constantly in the first movie by teenagers. Like, if we see a teenager, we will kill it! Like, we're not teenagers, we're actually 40? We just look very young. Look, okay. Say 20, at least.
0: Right. Well, it's like in Super Bad where McLovin's like 26. It's like, why wouldn't you just say 21 like a normal fucking person?
1: (laughs) But they say, no, we're really 40, but you're our idols. We love you guys. And good news is, you could just buy potions now. Like, and they come with the souls already mixed into them. Like, we have a great health and beauty thing. And the witches confer amongst themselves, and one of her is like, lead us! And so... They take them to a fucking Walgreens.
0: The great part of that is Sarah's like, oh, there's no more luring? I love the luring. That was my only job. Oh, well. We'll (laughs) It it is funny where they do take them to a Walgreens, which is obvious, like, product placement shove in there. But it kind of does work of, if they come back into, like, today's world, there's going to be stores like that around. So they might go into one.
1: I don't mind this as much as like when someone's drinking a drink in a movie and it's like make sure the Mountain Dew logo is facing directly at the camera so we can get our money from Pepsi.
0: On oh, their arms turned all weird so you can see the logo. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I like this makes more sense. I'm like, yeah, there's stores in real life.
0: And so they go, well, at first they go walking up to the Walgreens and the two girls walk through the uh, motion doors and it opens and the Best things about the Sanderson sisters is them reacting to things because they're all like, Oh, look, she made the door open without like touching the handle. Like, Winifred's like, I will go next because I'm the most powerful, and she's still like sidestepping it, not quite sure.
1: That's like what I. That's what makes me laugh most about like the original and this one is just them reacting to modern life, like the original, the road, the bus, you know, like everything like that. Those are the funniest parts of these movies.
0: Watching uh, Hocus Pocus two this time, it re- really made me like realize it's just the Three Stooges bit.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong at all, and they take a lot of that style of comedy, well, and that's why it works so
0: well to the part to the point that Mary does a. Rah, rah, the curly did exactly <laughs> they're all slapping each other <laughs> they show them
1: like the lotion and beauty section and everything and this is great because they're like drinking the cream because it says like a b- uh, baby face or something on it. it's like, oh and she's drinking the lotion my favorite thing though is what mary pops up with like a face mask like that you'd wear on your face like a face of a child! <laughs> it's of her face. I'm not doing it justice if you haven't seen it. I could rewind and watch that and
0: laugh like ten times. That's like my. I think that might be my favorite part of the entire movie. She comes up, she's like, the face of a child! It's like, and then Winifred's like, what's it taste like? She's like, raspberries! It just appeals to the ten-year-old
1: like immature level of humor to me
0: it's so perfect and i love that they are they're drinking the lotion uh uh sarah spraying like a spray up in the air and spraying in her her face she's like oh it tingles that means it's working
1: (laughs) but the girls break away for a second and one grabs a salt and these other three girls who are dressed up as the sanderson sisters for trick-or-treat show up and they're like are you the Sanderson sisters? Can we get a photo? And they use a, f- a filter, like on Snapchat, to make them look real nice and everything. <laughs> yeah. So the Sanderson sisters see it and think that all these potions have worked in de-aging them.
0: And I love, it's just little tiny parts like this where, like, they're, like, conferring with each other. Like, a, a photo? A photo? Like, oh, like a picture! They're gonna draw a picture! And then they all, like, smile. <laughs>
1: But, and then at some point, they turn around and see the security mirrors, you know, like the things where you can see down the other aisles and everything that makes those all bubbly <laughs> and weird, and they see themselves and scream, and it's actually hilarious.
0: Like, Winnie, look! Ah!
1: <laughs> they grab some poor soul, some poor store employee, like, how many children's souls are in this? Like, none? And they're all angry at the, the two girls and start chasing them, but they pour a bunch of salt around themselves deflect their lightning bolt and everything
0: pushing towards the fact that Becca might be a witch. Who knows? Something's going yeah, on the here. salt kind of
1: glows when she's pouring it out.
0: Yeah. It's bath salts. There's a bunch of junkies going to run in and start doing it.
1: The Sanderson sisters are like, We must fly! Winifred grabs a <laughs> sword-like display broom. they like, But that's the only one. Find something! That you see outside. The broom goes down. A Swiffer goes down. Like, oh, funny. And then Mary comes rolling out on two Roombas.
0: Which is so amazing, because if you remember the first one, she wrote a vacuum cleaner. So now she yes. has the modern vacuum cleaner, which she calls her Broomies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they said they have a mind of their own, and they do. You know, they're flying around and everything. Oh,
0: it's just so good. Also, um, Sarah has the Swiffer, like you said. When she flies, there's bubbles coming from behind her. Um, but Mary on the Broomies, like, really steals the show.
1: Oh yeah, and of course, look—they don't overdo this, but they do have to like force some of the nostalgia lines in here, like the amuck, amuck, amuck. And I'm not even mad about it.
0: Yeah, where they're like, "We're here to run amuck," and of course, and as uh, first time I watched it, I'm sitting there with Liz, and I'm right there with Sarah, like amuck, 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 amuck.
1: <laughs> but the girls show back up to the magic shop, and they're yelling at Gilbert, like. Oh, it worked. What were they like? Did they sing? They realize the book woke up. He's all excited. <laughs> and then he, the door blasts open and the sisters are there and they're talking to him. And they find the girls like, look, I found the 40 year old teenagers. They throw them into the basement, make the stairs disappear. And this is where we get Gilbert's backstory on why he secretly wanted to bring them back. Because he saw them in 93 that night. I love it. It says, it wasn't a great night for me. Some bully stole all my candy.
0: Yeah, that's a funny part. I also like that they play with that, of someone else saw what was going on. It's not just the three main characters that we followed throughout the entire movie. Because like sees them fly away, then he even follows them to the graveyard and watches them vanish.
1: Yep, I brought you back. They decide it's time to do Magica Maxima, the Forbidden Spell. They open up the book. The book resists, and finally, when he zaps, like resistance is futile, <laughs> and zaps <it> and <laughs> opens the book, and they get the list of ingredients they need. The notable ones are blood of thy enemy, yes. the head of an ex-lover, and there's that has to be said seven times. A sacred place when you've gathered all the ingredients.
0: Oh, and it's great when they're like, oh, we hate the ones that you have to repeat seven times, because you miss, you, like, miss say one little thing, you have to start all over again.
1: <laughs> yes. And you get a cute little moment where there's a black cat in the magic shop, jumps up on them, and they think Ooh. it's Thackeray Binks, and they're threatening to kill it.
0: They're like, And Gilbert's like, no, 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 that's my cat, uh, Cobweb. And Sarah's like, I know that is you, Thackeray. <laughs> she had she's about to zap it and he's like no 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 here's your hourglass which that is a point i'm super glad they did not do if they brought that poor boy back from the afterlife and put him back inside that cat i was going to be so mad and sad for him of like he reappears as the cat and he's like god fucking damn it
1: yeah i'm (laughs) His ending was good, where I'm like, it makes no sense to bring him back, so I'm I'm glad they showed some restraint on the nostalgia.
0: But still enjoy having a black cat around, because that's just to do with witches in general.
1: But they curse him with this hourglass, when the time runs out, he'll die if he doesn't get all the ingredients they need, Mary makes him a list, and they see the political ad for the mayor, like, the reverend, and they realize that's the descendant, so that will be the blood of thy enemy, because he has the bloodline.
0: Yeah, Sarah's like, the Reverend's still alive? And Winifred smacks her upside the head, like, no, you fool, it must be a descendant.
1: Oh, can I point out something cool that we missed earlier, like, when they first show up? Yeah. There's a moment where Winifred slaps Mary, and the side of her face that she always talks out of switches and stays that way the rest of the movie.
0: Because I saw people point that out, of, like, the mouth is wrong, and then other people being like, "Nah, it's continuity, she slapped her.
1: Yeah, I just thought that was cool. Yes. But now Gilbert has to get all this. So he goes to the graveyard to dig up Billy Said He's like, this is going to take me the entire time. I'm dead for sure. He shoves the shovel into the dirt and instantly hits the casket. It's right over here. Oh, that's not six feet under. That's in there for people like you who would be complaining.
0: Yes, and it is a funny little line of he's like, how am I going to do this? And it's right at the surface. And he's like, oh. And then Billy bursts out. Because he just got basically, like, he's in bed, and someone just, like, slammed the door right beside his head. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, rah! And he goes running away. It's a like, killer zombie! Killer zombie! And Billy's like, I'm a good zombie!
1: I like Billy in this movie. I mean, it's the same guy, isn't
0: it? Yes, Doug Jones.
1: And I gotta say, the way he plays him here honestly reminds me of, like, a Johnny Depp playing Captain Jack Sparrow.
0: Oh, very much so. I love how, like, yeah, his, like, joints aren't quite right, so he's walking kind of weird, and he's talking kind of weird, like his hand keeps falling off, but, yeah, I'm just so glad to see Billy back.
1: Yeah, that was one that I'm very glad came back. Uh, He's like, the Sanderson sisters are back, and Billy's gonna go back to bed, he's not putting up with this shit, but Gilbert tells him that he's coming up with a spell that will kill Winifred once and for all, and tricks Billy into helping him find all the ingredients he needs.
0: Okay, yeah, I also love the little throwaway line of Billy's, like, I've been trying to sleep for... How long ago was 1993? <laughs> <laughs>
1: also, we get the him mad that his name has always been tied to Winifred as her ex-lovers. We shared one kiss. I'm tired. She's besmirched my name for all of eternity. That's his arc through this, is to try to get his name cleared.
0: Because um, Gilbert brings up of, like, oh, yes, you know, he... Uh, you were poisoned and your mouth was sewn shut. And he's like, you knoweth how I died? And he's like, well, everyone knows the legend of Billy Butcherson. And then he goes into the Winifred story and he's like, Rah.
1: The friends in the basement, they use the leaves they got to lift curses and Becca swirls her hand over it and makes the stairs reappear. And they go, they get out, they go, up. they grab the book, but the book is like, Tied to the building. So that's a nice way to get away the chasing the book down plot repeating from the first movie.
0: Yeah. And it's a great little scene too of book just trying to hide on the bookshelf with all the other books. Of like he keeps like (laughs) he's sweating. He's like nervously like keeps opening his eyes and stuff.
1: is like, I hate that I have to do this. And she calls the mayor to report the party to get him to leave. Because they know the Sanderson sisters are coming after him. Remember Cassie's throwing a big party tonight. And they rat her out so he goes home.
0: This is also another funny, like, through story that really doesn't do anything other than just add some character stuff. Which I'm always a fan of. The mayor's super excited that he got, like, this local candy apple uh, lady who had this great business. And then she went on good morning America and moved away. He got her back. So he just cannot wait to get one of these candy apples. So he's like, looks to the people behind him. is like, Hey, will you hold my place in line? I got to go stop my daughter from ruining her life. Did you notice the costumes of the people? Yes, behind? I did.
1: It's a devil costume and the lady, someone just dressed up like the wife from the first movie.
0: And there was uh, later um, when Winifred's flying around, she peeks in a window and sees that there's a couple watching Hocus Pocus, and it's those two's scene. And I was like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that the movie's in this, but they did that as a tribute because those two actors died.
1: Oh, that's nice. not nice. They died. The tribute is nice.
0: Because at first I'm like, well, this makes no sense. This is stupid. And then I was like, oh, it's a tribute. Okay, it's nice then.
1: Oh, that's cool. (laughs) The Sanderson sisters are at the festival. They're walking around. And someone walks up. Oh, well, you know, there's just them taking it all. When they see people people bobbing for apples, they think they're trying to drown them.
0: They're drowning a boy!
1: Uh, someone's walking around sa- selling caramel apples dressed as a witch going, Poison apple! And Winifred lectures her on, you can't announce they're poisoned or no one will eat it. You amateur! <laughs> <laughs> Someone finds them, like, Sanderson sisters, I bet you're looking for the stage! Always! And they're on the stage for a Sanderson sister costume contest.
0: Yeah, which is perfect, because even at their, um... They just get thrown into this costume contest. They have no idea what's going on. They even get like shuffled to the back. And Mary's like, what are we doing? And Winifred's like, I don't know, but we're about to win whatever this is. So all, all, all they care about is getting the trophy. They're like, we don't know what it is, but who cares?
1: But it goes to someone else, and they're mad. Whenever it's a
0: sore loser, like, no,
1: no! And people start booing her, because she's taking the trophy from the winner. And yeah. goes, listen, they don't like you! They're booing you!
0: <laughs> it's like, don't be a sore loser! And she, like, grabs the trophy and uh throws it, and it hits one of the judges in the head that's dressed like a pilgrim.
1: Yes. And she's like, uh, Salem, I've come for the blood of your mayor. And like, oh, she's doing a bit. And she tells everyone else, clear the altar, clear the altar. And she looks at the band and goes, try to keep up. And here's our big moment from this movie.
0: And I'm guessing that she put a spell on the band because they all have like blank faces and they're just doing the like, yeah. barely moving, just enough to play their instruments. But it's um, what one way or another. Yes. And it's the great, and I've seen people online complaining about, like, oh, the song in the middle is horrible. I loved it. It was funny as hell. Oh,
1: I liked it. It's been stuck in my head for three days.
0: I Put a Spell on You is, of course, still the best one. But this one, they did a good job. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't sing the same song. I already have that
1: movie. I can watch that anytime.
0: Exactly. They did something different.
1: I mean, kind of. <laughs> That's not too different on it. But they, like, bewitch the whole crowd, and they're searching for the mayor, and the crowd, like, is leading them, and they're flying above them, and I will lie, it's a pretty cool shot.
0: Yes, it's a really cool shot, but then the Sanderson sisters start complaining of, like, ah, these damn villagers. Even when they're bewitched, they're useless. Like, why are you going so slow?
1: So they just start flying around going, uh, my favorite Easter egg is among these dancing people underneath them, you see someone dressed up as Madonna and Dracula together, which were the costumes of the parents in the first movie.
0: Which you pointed out to me and I didn't see the first time. Second time around, I was like, there it is. I see cone boobs.
1: (laughs) My radar went off. I'm like, ah, right there.
0: They're not even just walking down the street, though. They're doing choreographed dancing down the street, and other people are on the sidewalk just looking at them. Yeah, <laughs>
1: because but watch everybody, because there's still people in line and everything. I guess that just weren't watching the cost the costume contest. Yeah, make it to Cassie's and. She's been yelled at to clean up this mess. The mayor's gone back to the festival. And then they see the witches chasing Mike down the road. Like, (laughs) is that the Sanderson sisters? Like, it's dumb luck. We found the village idiot. And they're chasing him. And he's leading him right to Cassie's house. And they get in. But, of course, the sisters break down the door. And there's the Alexa scare moment where they're like, a tiny woman is trapped in that box.
0: And there's the great scene of the spread out. And Sarah just starts doing the splits, and Winifred's like, "Not like that!" and like throws her into the other room. <laughs>
1: uh, Becca hides in the basement. Sisters find her. She has like a little bit of a water bottle left, and she tells them that it's the juice from the berry they need for the spell and the last bit of it in Salem. And she's gonna dump it. And at that moment, the other two circle them and salt, basically trapping them in the garage, not the basement, the garage.
0: Which, if you knew the salt, because you saw how much they grabbed at the beginning, then when they ran away, they grabbed, like, two things of it. You would grab, like, every bit of salt that you could and run out of there.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: That'd be your number one thing.
1: Yeah, I'd be taking all of the salt in Salem.
0: Yes. I wonder if that um also applies to, like, you know how, like, high sodium, uh like, Burger King is and stuff? Like, if you threw yeah. Burger King at him, would it hurt him?
1: I don't know. I think it has to be pure salt. I don't think it'll be okay. cooked into
0: anything yet. So Burger King burgers they're safe from.
1: Billy shows back up at the magic shop and realizes that Gilbert tricked him when he sees the hourglass. Like, you've been cursed. You're not going against them, you're helping them. And he runs out and Gilbert's like, wait,
0: I need your head, and chases him down the sidewalk and steals his head and runs away with it. And Billy does the great like not again line. <laughs>
1: At this moment, all our three girls, the new ones, they all make up and they're good now. We have the talking shit on Mike. Mike realizes he's just an idiot scene. But the mayor comes home and <laughs> opens up the garage door to pull in. The witches scream because they think it's sunlight. Like, oh no, it's just a tiny bus because that's the only <laughs> type of vehicle they know.
0: That's the only frame of reference they have for this kind of like thing.
1: Yeah, and he almost, like, walks up to him, but the girls stop him and, like, what's going on? Why are the gothic golden girls in my garage?
0: Yeah, like, you guys are a little old for this kind of party, aren't you?
1: He goes in, and he's all mad because he never got his caramel apple. he did in the flash mob stole, I forgot to say. But <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like, and stopped at the Walgreens and the lights were out because of the fight earlier and grabbed a dinky, like, store-bought caramel apple. He's like, I don't even know there's an apple in here. It could be a caramel-covered matzo ball, for all I know.
0: I'm going to eat it and I'm going to like it. Like, and, um, fuck. I think it's Izzy says, uh, oh, that really sucks. He's been looking forward to that for, like, weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they're all hanging out of the bus. They're getting ready to stand watch for the night till morning. But then the Roombas show up and, of course, do what Roombas do. <laughs> this was genius writing. I'm not going to lie. So smart because I thought the Roombas were just a joke. I didn't think they were going yeah. to come into play.
0: Oh, it's so great. Because the the Sanderson sisters are just sulking. They're doing their, like, they have their heads on each other's shoulders, and they're just spinning in a circle. And then Mary's like, Winnie, look! And Winnie's like, I can't. My eyes are misted over with tears. It's like, look, my broomies, they hate mess! (laughs) They (laughs) clean
1: up the salt. And the
0: witches fly out, and they
1: take Cassie, because she is the blood of the enemy. She's the bloodline. Yeah. And Beck his hands is low for a second, but they took Cassie and left.
0: Unlimited power!
1: <laughs> the sisters meet Gilbert in the woods, and they're like, oh, thank you, but now you're useless, and they zap him and send him flying away.
0: You know, there was also a great line of, like, because he sets Billy's head on, like, the altar and all the ingredients. He's like, okay, I made it in time. They won't kill me. Billy's like, you know they're going to kill you still in anyway. And he's like, yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the witches show up, they have all their ingredients, they're doing magic and maxima. They start doing the incantation, which is going to take them a very long time though, because they have to do it seven times.
0: Is it a or magic or mystica?
1: And Becca interrupts their chanting while Izzy saves Cassie. Um, <laughs> then all of a sudden though, Sarah and Mary get their zappy powers. They're super powerful now too.
0: Oh, because Sarah points. She's like, Winnie, get him! And she, like, does finger zaps. And then Mary just starts doing finger guns. She's like, pew, pew, pew,
1: pew. Hers are great. She even holsters her fingers when she's done.
0: I also forgot when she first takes off on her broomies, she goes, cowabunga! I don't know why. It just fits with her character. It's so funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Sarah and Mary get their zappy powers, like I said. Uh, There's a standoff here. Like, Because Becca now knows she's magic, and she sees her little twirly finger things and all that, and they're like, you versus the most powerful coven in the world, who's gonna win? But then the other girls start throwing pine cones, like, she has her own coven, and Becca's like, you have a choice, you don't have to do this, like, thinking she's talking to Winifred, but she's talking to the book, and it goes to Becca.
0: Yes, and it's like, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to a book, and then she just goes... And then, because Winifred, like, looks at, at at Book, and is like, oh, of course Book's gonna pick me! And Book just starts looking at uh, Becca. <laughs> it's like, no, I like her.
1: But they get the book, the girls run away, and the book opens, like, we need something, and it opens the Magic and Maxima page. They're like, no, we're not doing that. But it actually opened to the warning that the sister skipped over earlier, and it's like, this power has to be shared. If someone takes it for themselves, a price is paid where you lose what you value most.
0: So if... Winifred had said, we, instead of I, everything would have been okay?
1: I guess so, but I think it's the intent. She just cared and wanted it just for herself.
0: Yeah. And, well, I also love that the one part where Winifred's going on and on about, like, these two, they're nothing but parasites, leeches!
1: The Sanderson sisters show up and are attacking the young girls, but they have a shield bubble, they hold hands, the shield bubble gets stronger... The witches, like, I guess, know the spell enough. They don't need the book. They're like, fine, whatever. They leave to go do it themselves.
0: And I also enjoy that they didn't, because the first movie is a lot of, they'll go out and do stuff, but they go back to the cottage. This one, they're just out in the middle of the woods. Like, you see so many depictions of witches, of it's just, like, the full moon behind them. It's a foggy woods. You know, it's dark. They're just brewing whatever they're brewing in middle of the woods.
1: Yes. This is their sacred place, this is where they first became witches. Yes. They do the spell, and the flame goes out on the candle, but they're still alive, so it must have worked, right?
0: Right, yeah, everything's fine, everything's great. You're not gonna cry in ten minutes.
1: Well, apparently Thanos just snapped his fingers, because Sarah and Mary start disintegrating.
0: Well, Sarah's like, Winnie, the wind is taking my fingers! (laughs)
1: But, yeah, they just kind of disappear, and I love that Mary gets the buh-bye.
0: Oh, it's great. Yeah, the buh-bye, and then Sarah does the buh-bye that she did at the end of the first one. And then this is right where it turns of, like, okay, these women kill children and drink their souls and, like, curse people to be cats for hundreds of years and bring the dead back and don't care and all this stuff. But now you feel sad for them.
1: Oh, yeah, they they make it emotional here, and Winifred's crying, like, about what's going on. She's like, book, like, is there anything I can do? Reverse it. And the book opens for our new witches, Uh, Cassie, Izzy, and Becca, and it goes to this spell for reuniting, and they do it for Winifred. But then Winifred's like, did you read it correctly? They're not back. It's like, it doesn't bring them back. It takes you to them. And Winifred disappears too into a big shower of light.
0: And she does the sisters and does the big light show again, like the end of the first one.
1: (laughs) Yep. And the book cries.
0: Yeah, the book cries. Everyone cries. (laughs) Gilbert and Billy show up, a headless, uh, just the body of Billy without the head. So he's just like, (laughs) Pooks up, put up, puts up his dukes, but is there, like, in the wrong direction?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the head still mad at Gilbert, like, I'm not speaking to you!
0: (laughs) Give me my bones!
1: He puts it back on, and then they're like, oh, I guess you weren't as terrible as I thought. But then Billy starts disappearing, because the curse, all of Winifred's curses are going away now that she's gone.
0: Yeah, and he's like, finally, I can get my deep sleep, and does the big yawn, and disappears into the same kind of, like, stardust, sprinkly-looking stuff.
1: Yep, and then we get our happy ending, and our three girls are walking home to discuss the night and watch a movie, and they do, like, the witch walk for a second and laugh. You (laughs) see the... The orange, cr- like striped crow, fly behind them oh. and credits.
0: Yeah, they're doing the like hurrah, 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 and they're like, "Where did that come from?" They're like, "Oh yeah, in Walgreens. Why were they doing that?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you do get a post credits. I yes. put no stock in what it is, but there's a, um, the cat cobweb in the magic shop jumps up onto a shelf, and in the box you see a, bo- I mean, on the shelf you see a box labeled. Black Flame Candle 2.
0: Yes. And the cat, like, purrs and, like, nudges it, and then that's it. I want another cat just to be able to name it Cobweb. That is a nice name for a cat. That's a cool name. And that is Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, holy shit. Lived up... I mean, exceeded my expectations of what I thought a Hocus Pocus sequel could be. I had really no... Like real hope for it, like especially with how Disney is now, and like you said, they sanitize so much. I'm glad they still let it be what it is. They didn't remake yeah. it, you know.
1: It definitely was better than I thought it was going to be for sure.
0: Oh yeah, because there was a couple years ago where they were thinking about remaking it, but um, the three stars, uh, Mary, uh, I mean Kathy Najimy. Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker were like, no, we'll do it. And they're like, oh, if you'll do it, then okay. Yeah, I'm glad they did it this way.
1: Overall thoughts? You enjoyed it then?
0: Oh, loved it. I, I cannot wait. I'm going to try to wait a little bit. And then I'm going to do a double feature of the first one and the second one. And I cannot wait for that night. That's going to be fun.
1: That'll be cool. All right. Count on the dead time. So Throwing right a count of the deaths, we tally up all the deaths in the movie. I like your odds, Brett. Where do you think we got with Hocus Pocus two? You can also ask any questions for confusing parts.
0: I mean, do characters from the previous movie that died in that one and came back in this one, then died again, count. No. So zero.
1: Zero is correct. Okay. I can't even say the witches died. I don't know yeah. where they went.
0: No. Because they it is it's almost like they go to like an afterlife type thing. They don't like just cease to exist, it seems.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm giving this a zero on the death meter.
0: And unlike Krampus, this is a satisfying zero, because it's a great movie. Yeah. Well that's great. Scount of the dead. Ah ah ah. Now we'll get into my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> 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 So basically I take the movie and I take something from the movie and I rate the movie one through 10, one being the worst and 10 being the best. I come up with that thing right now. Okay. I have one. Okay. We're going to do, and this is another weird one books because you know how book is alive. Yeah. So let's say it's um, any version of books, but that version of the book is alive.
1: Okay. A living books. Yes. Like that weird Macaulay Culkin movie, uh, The Page Master or something. Do you
0: remember that? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I am the Dream Master. <laughs> no,
1: not <nothing. laughs> They won't get that reference yet. This comes out before that episode.
0: Oh. Um, so number one version of a alive book, the worst version of an alive book. It's uh Ted Kaczynski's manuscript that he wrote, but it's Ted Kaczynski's Ted Kaczynski's soul is inside of it so he just won't okay. shut up about mail bombs and like the government's bad and you shouldn't have cell phones it's like okay shut up okay you're extremely not well written like do you know <laughs> like you say you're so smart learn how to spell alright Um, a number 10 version of li- Alive Books the best version of Alive Books I'm going to say his book I mean, I guess so. It can help you do magical powers. It seems friendly as long as you're nice to it, you know. Yes. I'm going to give Hocus Pocus 2 eight books out of 10. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, Of course, it's not going to be as good as the first one, but I didn't expect to like it this much.
1: I'm pretty close with you. I went seven books out of 10. Okay. I liked it a lot. It was really fun. I expected to walk in here being like three, so I was yeah. very happy like with what we got.
0: Oh, so am I. And you know what? If you keep up this momentum, do a third one.
1: I don't know. I kind of like the satisfying conclusion. Like I, I don't know if I want them to keep touching it.
0: Eh, it could be Maybe. Good. We took this gamble, and look how good this one is.
1: Exactly, but almost part of it was that like it's been 30 years, 29 yeah. years. But you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 29 years. I'm 29 years old right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's all I got.
0: Awesome. Well, we hope that you're enjoying Throbtober. Uh, we've already had a bunch of great stuff come out. There's a whole more, lot more stuff coming, so stay tuned. Uh, follow us on all the socials. They say that at the end. And we hope that Hocus Pocus 2 has left your brain throbbing with horror.
1: This brings to close another episode of Throbbing with Horror. But fret not, friends. Another episode will be coming next week. Same time, same place. Be sure to check us out on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin wherever you find your quality social media.